uh, as we go downstairs. Tan, are you there? I am here, and I've got a very special guest, David Mundy. Uh, fantastic win tonight. It's always special uh, winning on Purple Haze Night, isn't it, the Starlight Foundation game? Yeah, absolutely. It's our 20-year anniversary this year, and it's been a great relationship, which um, you know was born in the Chris Connolly era, and it's grown every year since. So uh, it's fantastic that we can give back and um, really highlight some tough struggles that some families are going through. Now, you've missed a couple of games, and you ran out the game really well. Did you surprise yourself? <laughs> I'm glad it looked like that. I was uh, sucking through a straw in that last quarter, but... Um, yeah, a little bit hoarse, lost the voice uh, halfway through the third quarter, but I found it again. So, yeah, pretty happy. It was a pretty good all-round performance. I'm sure the boys upstairs have plenty of questions. Let's throw it up to you. David, Luke McFarlane here, mate. Uh, congratulations on the win and, and great to see you back out there. I did speak with you earlier in the week and it, you, sound, you sounded pretty pretty flat on the back of um, uh, going through a pretty tough time with your family. But uh, good to be out there again today. Yeah, absolutely, Luke. It's, uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks watching, particularly the St Kilda game. Um, you know, I haven't done that very much in the last 19 years, so um, it's great to be out here. It's at a home game and a pretty good crowd here tonight and, and a great performance, I thought. Um, you know, it was a pretty tight game throughout and we are able to stick to our guns uh, for longer and, and really ground out a good win. And, and so do you think that was the feature that you're able to stick to your guns for longer because it was such an arm wrestle all night and you are able to just bust it open at the end there? Yeah, a bit of a focus for us uh, off the back of the first couple of weeks has been, um, you know, real big lapses in games. And we've seen that across the AFL, big momentum shifts and, and swings and, and teams kicking a number of goals in a row. So uh, particularly the start of the third, the third quarter has been a real weakness for us uh, at the start of the season. So um, it was great that we were able to execute throughout that period of time. And, and we know we've got guys who are just athletic freaks, um, you know, Frederick and Collier and, and Swikowski and Andy Brayshaw and these kind of guys who just can run the house down and go all day and really break the game open. So, um, yeah, as I said, it was a good all-round performance throughout four quarters. Barrelise Burr here, mate. Congratulations on the win and need to get some honey on that throat. It's pretty hoarse. Um, mate, talk to me about Andy Brayshaw getting tagged really closely, a heavy tag, what you spoke about internally pre-game because it, it was going to happen and during the game. Yeah, it's something that Andy is being exposed to more and more throughout as his career develops. He's, he's obviously a very good player for us and, and across the AFL landscape. So um, he's learning to deal with that a lot better. We ask guys who get tagged to really sacrifice as a starting point for their, uh, for their game. So at stoppages, we ask him to sacrifice his starting positions and make 2v1s and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what we talk about as a team is really being able to support those individuals uh, who we ask to sacrifice. So whether that's just putting a block on his man or giving him the ball when he's around, trying to get him into the game. Um, it's nothing too overt, but just taking those opportunities to um, you know, encourage Andrew into the game as it develops. And as I said, he's an athletic freak, so he's going all day and, and he just needs that little bit of split and he's really damaging. So um, he's got a pretty bright future. The, um, the side seemed a bit more physical today, in particular in response when there was a little bit of niggle. And was that a mindset sort of coming in, standing up and, you know, not taking any, any, uh, anything backward step, so to speak? Yeah, well, we don't want to be stood over as a football club and as, as a 22 or 23 uh, individuals representing that club uh, week to week. That's certainly a starting point. But uh, we knew the Giants um, really thrives off the contest. They're, they're a very good contest team. And I think we come out... Uh, in general play, contested possessions quite, quite a far away ahead. So uh, that was really pleasing um, you know, for a fairly young group to play a really mature game like that and, and grind out the win was great. Look down the list, uh, David, it's Mark Reddings here. Young, Chapman, Erasmus, O'Driscoll and Walker. Uh, talking jumper numbers there, 26 through 31. The youth, is it tangible they bring that excitement, that enthusiasm to a club? Because I think fans love to see these young players 
thrive, and we've seen with Neil Erasmus last week, and even O'Driscoll. There's just so much to like about these young players coming through. Yeah, and you could throw another seven or eight in there really easily. I think um, Justin really creates a, a great environment where those guys can really come out onto the field and express themselves and really take the game on. And I think we're seeing that more and more as they build their confidence. And yeah, you know, we're already seeing this year some of those guys in really big moments stand up and, and deliver for the team. So. Um, it's really exciting. Those you know, 10 or 12 guys are going to be carrying the club forward over the next 10 or 15 years. So uh, I feel really privileged to be a part of it. Dave, Alex Pearce, uh, late out. Uh, how close was he to playing today and will he be all right for next week? I'm not too sure, Luke. I think he, uh, he had to get through a fitness test, which he obviously didn't uh, pre-game today. So he's obviously carrying a fair few uh, little niggles and, and things like that. Um, as next week, I'm not too sure. Hopefully, he's, he's a huge in for us. Obviously, he's, he's a leader of the club and he's obviously a fantastic player. But um, it's been a long time since we've been able to have a guy like that step out and have someone like Griff Logue step in and really, really deliver uh, for us and, and play a huge game. Barra, Will Brody stepped up tonight. 36 disposals against a quality midfield and Canilio, Green, Kelly, Whitfield at times. Have you seen him transition into the club? And that's obviously a big performance and a sign of what to come. Yeah, Will's been leaning into his strengths ever since he got to the club. He's, he's a big contested ball uh, bull. He's great at the coalface of the stoppage and he's really clean. And he's able to drive through pressure really well. So um, that's what he's really you know, hung his hat on uh, throughout the summer. And he's delivered really well in the, in the pre-season games and really carved out an opportunity for himself. And, and performances like tonight and racking up all those possessions of being that really calm influence for us on the inside um, you know, is, is a great reward for the effort and the work that he's put in. Well played, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, gentlemen. David Mundy, 30 touches tonight. Just uh, lazy 30, a little bit horse, he said. Oh, well, uh, never mind. He can, he can handle it. He's uh, a whiskey terrific suit, leader. He's a terrific leader. He's a really smart man. Um, both um, Lee and myself play with David. Um, he's, I think that's probably what's not known about him. He's actually a very intelligent man, and he thinks about his football, and uh, he obviously plays in a very intelligent fashion. But, uh, gee, they look better when, when he's in the side.